0: What's up, guys? This is Strength Rehab coming directly at you with episode number two from the Strength Rehab podcast. We're excited to have you here. Thank you for supporting us. And also, thank you for the great feedback all of you guys gave us from our first episode. We promise you that this will be even better than the first one.
1: You always it. you always build it up to something that I have to like try to cater to, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that, man. So, uh,
0: fun fact before starting the podcast. <laughs> we're, we're actually really mad right now because we made like a 30 or 40-minute podcast. Just like an hour ago, and when we, when we, when we were editing the video, the the podcast, uh, it it literally disappeared. We lost <laughs> the file, and so this is take number two. So I hope I hope it gets better, man. Because I know I, exactly I, I, like honestly, like the
1: one before, it was just like I was I sound like a goddamn madman. I was foaming out the mouth because I was on like seven cups of coffee. Now, like midway through, I'm gonna go into a fucking coma because <laughs> I'm just like coming down from the caffeine rush, but. Uh, so we really wanted to talk, cover the topic of programming faults, right? Yeah. Uh, we have plenty of people that are specifically looking at how to get bigger, faster, and stronger, and they're looking at programs online, and they think that that's going to help them. It might put them in the right direction, but they might be victim to the same faults that everyone comes running in back to back to it's back. It's
0: just a start, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like, what, what, what do you think is one of the biggest faults in your book? of programming yeah i think one of
0: the biggest faults uh i i see uh, literally every single day Mm -hmm. hearing people talk is that they go to google or bodybuilding.com or whatever website and they just copy copy the program of a jack dude Mm -hmm. who's on steroids and they they just have like these crazy ass expectations that they're gonna be like that or they're gonna be as strong or as lean or as whatever Mm -hmm. and that's just impossible um So how about you? But what do you usually see wrong with programming? What's an error you? Yeah, see? I'm
1: gonna piggyback on what you just said there. It's um it kind of goes hand in hand with people using juice or gear. Um, it's the same thing with people that are just naturally gifted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you have somebody that's in the realm of powerlifting and they were born with born with muscle type two muscle fiber, they they are doing what they were designed to do essentially, yep. right? Um. We have plenty of people that kind of go into the wrong sport with the wrong muscle type. That's not to say that your your muscle fiber can't take on characteristics of the other side, mm-hmm. uh, but you'll never have that t- that certain t- that yeah, threshold, if, right? If
0: you're a type one do- type one dominant, uh, you can train and lift like a type two muscle fiber guy, but mm-hmm. you're never. It's never going to be your strong suit, right? You you can develop some type two fibers, but it's never going to be like your your best. Right. Right. It's a sliding yeah, scale. That's right. Exactly it's that you,
1: even if it's a type one muscle file, it can take on characteristics, but it will never be that. Yeah. And that's the one thing that people need to realize. If you just know who you are and and, and manage your expectations because programming has
0: to be highly specific for each exactly, individual.
1: Exactly. And just you got to manage expectations because we see either burnout or people just think that, oh, that program was bad. It's like, no, you're just doing something that you weren't designed to do yeah, to a certain right. extent. Yep. Right? Um, another thing that I see as a, as a massive uh, training fault is just just going to the, the straight to the advanced programming, they're making things extremely hard. Let's throw on bands, let's throw on chains, let's go upside down into do a handstand and a bosu ball. You and know, beginners <laughs>
0: see that and they just start and go crazy with it,
1: exactly. And it's just, it's they try to compli- complicate things like you know what's complicated putting 405 on your back when you can only squat <laughs> yeah. 405 and try to do it for reps. That's right. Let's see that. Let's see your technical your, te- your proficiency there. But no, they want to. They think they're making it harder by making it more complex, but they're not. They're they're, they're essentially doing a deload by not doing the hard stuff.
0: I mean and and even advanced
1: training is really basic. It is. It absolutely is. Look at the grades. You want to get better at bench press, deadlift, and squat? Guess what they're doing? They're doing those three things. It's it, it's it doesn't have
0: to be fancy, just consistency. It's, it's it fixable. Oh
1: God, I can't I can't stress that one enough. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> now that's not to say like, that this is a caveat. Now you could build the big three by doing other accessory lifts. I'm not saying that accessories but, work; they okay. do work. But the law of specificity, you need to be doing what you want to be yes. get be, get better at. Right? If you want to get better at squatting, you have to squat. Yep. You know, it's you can build the muscles around it. And help it in the in the long run, but you still have to build that motor pattern proficiency. Yeah, you
0: you can have stronger quads, stronger hamstrings, mm. but not necessarily have a stronger squat. Because right. if you don't squat, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get better or stronger at it. Exactly. Because that's that's why I said earlier that training and programming has to be highly specific to your goals and to your
1: individual. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any other massive programming faults that you just th- just comes to mind?
0: Uh one of the main things I see is that people go crazy on every single workout and they just redline, mm-hmm. and that's when fatigues come in. Uh, they just try to max out on every single lift and every single extra and every single workout, and that, that's just stupid. That's right. a recipe for disaster. Right. It's just not doable.
1: Exactly. And for every high, there's a low. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and and that's another thing. I'm gonna kind of take that same uh, idea and just kind of put it the other way. Right. You have these people that are either redlining or not doing enough. Exactly. Right. So they'll, they'll go in there and they'll, they'll be afraid to overtrain. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, you're not even close to overtraining. Yep. You're, you're training at 50% of your max. You think <laughs> you're going to do something? And it's, there's that. And then you have the, the same line of thought, same vein of thought. Um, they're not even touching compound lifts, mm-hmm. right? They're not even really stressing
0: their it's nervous system. It's everything accessories. Right. It's Arm days and Exactly. They, they chase
1: the yeah. metabolic conditioning of pumping up the triceps, yeah. looking in the mirror like, oh, I look sick. And then I mean, they walk out. <laughs> three months from now, they look the same. Yep. They wonder why. Yeah. Um, so if you're new out there and you're new to lifting or you want to get into lifting, learn the basics. Stick to the basics. And then when those start to fail you because of a specific like, you know, motor pattern or muscle that's lagging, then pick accessories to fix that.
0: Or you're going to be more than enough time uh, getting adapted to the basics. Oh, yeah. They, they, they take some time.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about – what is there anything else that you would, would like to touch on when it comes to programming faults? programming faults. Uh, Not right now. Maybe in our
0: conversation something will pop out.
1: Yeah. So what about when it comes to I, I, like, I like to hear this a lot when you get the older people. The, the older people always say something like they'll be in the gym and they'll be on the curls. And they always will be in the squat rack. Mind you. Cur- mind in you. the squat rack. The, the other day, uh, there was a guy that was, that was curling in the squat rack. And I was like, okay, he's clearly not on social media. So he doesn't know the large disdain for it, right? I, I got to him. I said, hey, look, I already set up your weight over here. On the thing, do you think we can switch? I just need the rack because I want to squat. And he looked at me with complete disgust, and he says, "I do have only about five more sets. Uh, I'll finish and let me you know." Only five? Only five? Only five? Don't mind you. And then, of course, you you have the you have them on their phone. You have the, this guy per se. He, he threw the the towel on, and I I could have swore he just like hit the sauna for fifteen minutes. I don't know where he went, but yeah, oh. it just you got that. But back to what I was saying, I'm I'm, I'm going off the rails here. Rant. Is um. Older people, man, they're just scared to do compounds. Yep. It's it, I don't understand. That's they're the one scared thing they need. Lift. Yeah, it's it's and I and I think it what it comes down to is is the age old saying, and I think it's all it's rooted in is squats are bad for your knees. You have arthritis, you shouldn't lift weights. When that's exactly the opposite of what you should be yep. doing. We, we know now that when you lift, you are going to clear inflammation and you're going to help yes. those symptoms. Mm-hmm um so the question is should all people lift
0: weights and the short answer is definitely yes 100 percent. um obviously if there are no red flags or something like that but Mm -hmm. i think all people and everyone should live uh but i think it's crucial for senior people uh so we know that as we age there are some health decline issues that come with age right Mm -hmm. Um, such as like we lose muscle mass and strength as we age, some cardiovascular issues like high blood pressure, stuff like that, risk of sarcopenia, yeah. which is? Uh,
1: I didn't think going to be a test, man. No, nah, <laughs> no, you're losing muscle mass because yeah, of old age. That's
0: right, that's yeah. right. And a risk well, that comes with aging is falling, like falls. And actually, the CDC states that approximately... 25% of US US adults uh, older than 65 years they fall each year and death from these falls have raised an average of 3% annually from from, from 2007 to 2016 so that that's a crazy increase in
1: but keep keep this in mind guys it's it's we're talking about like elderly that are walking on flat floors man-made surfaces right they're not you know chasing themselves through the the, like indiana jonesing Mm. through the 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 jungle here right uh you know with the crystal skull it's they they're they're stepping outside their door regular day movements yes exactly and it's it's something that's almost like an epidemic that's unaddressed that
0: that is right and and i'm pro medicine and pro drugs but there's literally no medicine or drug that will prevent these issues, but there exists something called weightlifting mm-hmm. and resistance training, and I think it's the best medicine, to put it like that, to prevent those issues and to intervene them.
1: Well, I don't know, man. Like back in my day, I heard that it's really bad for your knees to squat. <laughs> those, those, toes can't pass to, like, those knees too. can't pass those toes, man. <laughs> it's, and another thing that uh, people don't realize is the more we move, the more we are aware of our body. Yep. And the more aware we are of the body, the more proprioception you have, which is body awareness, joint awareness, right? Yeah. You're going to be less likely to fall, right? It's, it's as simple as that. If you're more aware of where you are in space, one, you're not going to probably slip on that rock, mm-hmm. and two, you're not going to slip on your own busted-ass yep. ankle by that age. That's you know, right. um, it's It's kind of a... <sighs> It's a a really deep-rooted issue that we really need to address head-on by talking to people at the older age.
0: And resistance training has lots of benefits. For example, it has physical benefits, psychological Mm -hmm. benefits, psychosocial benefits. Um, We have increased muscle mass and strength, uh, better bone mineral density. Uh, it it regulates insulin insulin sensitivity, mm-hmm. uh, and not only as I said, it affects the physical health, but also the psychological health. And it has shown to be effectively to effectively improve uh, stuff like stress, depression, fatigue, anxiety. Yep. So so mm-hmm. why not you know like why, why exactly. not lift?
1: Because it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> but but that's a, the, just to touch on a couple things you said. Is uh, I love the saying, and I I was talking to a, a friend from back home. I was like, oh, the thing. The more I learn uh it, it all kind of turns back to the old age old sayings right um the one i love is if you don't use it you lose it yep right and so first and foremost you said you said bone mineral density yep as we get older if we are not stressing our bones we lose the the calcium within them
0: and osteoporosis comes
1: osteoporosis, okay. osteoporosis. Yep. exactly and what what is the most prevalent uh, like you know prevalent uh, population that doesn't work out is the elderly women guess who has a lot of osteoporosis and fractures exactly it's it's oh i guess there's might be a link there but it's, it's to say is if we put our body under stress, it will adapt in many different mm-hmm. ways. Yep. If we keep on loading the, st- the skeleton, it will get stronger, it okay? As long will. as you give it the substrates it needs. Uh, when it comes to – when you said psycho, psychosocial, I, I loved it. Be- I love it because when it comes down to it, if you think about all the people that retire, they don't want to do anything. Yep. They, they, just they just hang out their, on their house eating, exactly drinking wine TV. they're on They're in the golden years but realistically okay. their golden years is going to turn real sour real brown <laughs> real fast you know because it's it you 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 mentally kind to decline once you're mentally declined because yeah. you're not exercising you're not doing anything because you're bored it all goes downhill mm-hmm. from there man and Definitely. exercise can be that thing and it's but at the end of the day you that's where you kind of go does does lifting does, does lifting need to be hard you tell it me that it does not. It does not.
0: Lifting doesn't have to be hard. No, just do the it. basics.
1: Exactly, do the basics. Get through it. I I believe that at a minimum, a minimum, maybe fifty percent of their max. At least that, that's moving. Yeah. Right. And uh, a common error I
0: see with older people at the gym is that they're afraid to move some weight. Mm-hmm. And actually, research the latest and best research states that for the better results. Health-wise, it's wise to train at a 70 to 85% of the 1RM. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you? Exactly. It, it is safe to, to move decent weight mm-hmm. even though with age. Exactly. Obviously, if you progressively overload it because you're not going to come one day from lifting five, uh, 50% of your 1RM right. to lifting 80, 80% or 85%. Right. That's just – you're going to injure yourself. Makes no right? sense. But if you progressively do it little by little, mm-hmm. there, there's, there doesn't have to be any fear to do it.
1: Right. And most people need to realize that it's, it's all relative, right? It's, it's 80% to what your max is. Exactly. If, if you are staying safely within – because you're not redlining, right? Because mm-hmm. if, we're, if we're talking redlining, we're talking about 95%, yep. 100% of your max. We're, we're well below that. Yep. I mean, we're, we're talking 20, 30 pounds beneath that level. Easily. It's, it's very safe. We all, we all know that weightlifting is one of the safest activities that you can do. Yep. It, and, and then, yeah, you have If you caveat. do it correctly. Right. Yeah, you have those caveats. You have, the, <laughs> you, <laughs> get, you have those people that look like cats when they're pulling the deadlift, and they pop out with a bunch yep. of – that's a whole other story. Oh, the is really dangerous. <laughs> shut that? up. Shut up. It's and, one of the most functional movements you can ever do. I, I do want to bring up the fact that, like – you don't have to do weightlifting per yep. se. It's it's more about active, being active, right?
0: Movement and general exercise. Exactly,
1: because if you really think about it, just just walking around, you are exposing your your skeleton to stress, yep. and that alone could help with the problems, right?
0: Like like, what I say to everyone is that external load doesn't have to be necessarily weights mm-hmm. if you're used to walking one mile you walk a mile and a half that that's more that's more low than oh, yeah. the mile that you walked mm-hmm. so you you just what i recommend for everyone is find an activity that you love and enjoy doing it right. and do it oftenly yeah. you don't have to leave weights if you don't like it uh but the, but it's also it, is it great yes it is awesome for your health but it, it doesn't necessarily have to be your number one choice when mm-hmm. it comes to exercise. Mm-hmm. As long as you exercise, move often, eat better, you're going to do better.
1: My question for you is, if you have an older client, how would you program for them?
0: How would I program for them? It hi- it's highly specific and depends on their goals. Mm-hmm. But what I've done with some older clients that I have, it's usually no no more than three days per week and no less than two days per week. Mm-hmm. Uh it's basically a full-body workout, no, not more than six or seven exercises, compound movements, right. uh, three sets. Uh, I stay between the 60 and 80%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, I get older people squatting, I get older people deadlifting, over-the-head pressing cuts, it's safe you know they they don't have to have any fear doing it as long as they have the range of movement that they need for the to do to right. perform the lift right. they're good to go
1: exactly and i i like to always bring this analogy up because there was a study on it how oh your knees shouldn't pass your toes yeah. well actually <laughs> they did a study where they act, they they forced the knees to not pass the toes and what what it had turned into is the lower back taking on the front of the majority of the uh, of the lift right so your if you don't have optimal mobility in the ankles it's gonna your squat turns into a good morning mm-hmm. it's it's inevitable yep. right so it, when you are programming for a client or you want to program understand your deficits uh, or get a get a professional that can see these deficits exactly. don't take a, a cookie cutter exercise yep. program try to do it because it's not taking anything into mm-hmm. account if if you're if your knees are shot, if your ankles are shot, and you're doing things that they expect you to be full blown healthy you're you're going to run into more trouble than good, and then I think this is another reason why people don't go back to the gym they yep. They just don't want to spend the money up front on a professional that's going to teach them the proper way to do things, but they'd rather spend money on surgery and <laughs> ailments and all these and, things and
0: that money. It's not an expense. I like to see it an, as an investment because mm-hmm. you're investing on your health. And, mm-hmm. and literally, if you find a good coach that gives you nutritional advice, gets you a good specific uh, training program for your goals, mm-hmm. you're saving a lot of money in the long run. 100%. It's money you're saving on future surgeries or whatever you need. Yes. And it's, it's highly available right now because there's lots of online coaches that – you you can and it's it's not only available but it's also cost effective. Yes. It doesn't cost a lot, and I I would prefer to pay some bucks right now mm-hmm. and know what to do rather than pay a lot of more money on my future because of my health issues.
1: Right. It's like digging. You're digging a hole and then it's once like you it, like you get hurt, you look up and you're six feet down. And you're like, I can't get out of this thing.
0: Another common error I see is that. As people age, they don't eat enough protein. Mm-hmm. And as we said earlier, as we age, we lose muscle mass and muscle strength. And what do we need? We need protein. Oh,
1: 100%. That's the building block to all muscle. Yep, that's right. It's And I, I'm going to bring up my mom because I know she's going to listen to this. and I, <laughs> She's going to probably give me some... Uh, for some shit for it, but she always <laughs> she always thinks that she's eating enough protein. But realistically, her meal resembles uh, maybe a bag of salad, uh, maybe spinach. You know, she's picking the good stuff, and uh, <laughs> and maybe a couple of chicken strips. And she's like, "That's it."
0: Nailed I think it. that not nearly fifty percent of older adults hit their protein goal. No or way close. What they're supposed to hit.
1: No way close, and it's just what supports our our skeletal frame, our muscles, guys. You need to give it the substrates. To, mm-hmm. to form, to to make itself, Yep. that's right. right. Uh, just to, to, to tackle back what we were talking about with the professional, and I just I like this analogy a lot. Is if you pay the small amount of fee that they have, is it, it, like all right. Let's say it's a fifty dollars consultation, right? But they're going to teach you everything that is wrong with you. They already went to school for four years, maybe plus more, and more, and more, right? And and they're going to just take everything they learned, condense it down, and give the tailored information to you. You, so you're just, you're essentially getting a secondhand knowledge from a top university if you got a good professional yep. in front of you. That's right, guys. This is the most cost efficient way to learn information other than YouTube. Okay,
0: and good information. It's good
1: information, exactly. Um,
0: so now now that we're talking about health and and all of this, why do you think diets don't work? Like these fancy ass diets, like the keto and all of that stuff. Why don't you think they they
1: they don't work? It's, yeah. it's simple. It's, it's absolutely simple. It's just, one, they don't stick to it. And two, it, they overcomplicate things. Yeah. I can get you to have a six-pack by eating 12 donuts a day. But that, that, it sounds That's crazy, right?
0: right? Long, but it's right.
1: Yeah, it's, as long as long as you are in a calorie deficit, you will have those washboard abs. Let me repeat this so you guys can write it down. <clears throat> you can eat 12 donuts a day. I'm going to take a pause. And you can okay. still have washboard abs <laughs> Make your if stomach. you're in a <laughs> a calorie deficit. It
0: all comes down to calories in, calories out. Exactly. If you're in a caloric deficit, you're gonna lose fat. If you're in a caloric surplus, you're gonna gain fat.
1: Your body's you, you gonna can, store the the, yeah. the the added energy for later. It
0: doesn't have to be we don't. We don't have to overcomplicate things. Exactly. It all comes down calories in, calories out.
1: Biochem. Yeah, you can be biochem. Exactly. So at the end of the day, just to, to break it down a little bit further for everyone, you can. No, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 but but realistically, it's. Your body, you got to demand your body to utilize the storage of energy it already stored, right? Yep. It will never utilize that energy if you keep giving it energy. Mm-hmm. That's why we have these people that are morbidly obese because the yeah. body is going to keep on saying like, all right, I'm going to save this for a rainy day. I'm going to save this for a <laughs> rainy day. When, when that That's day right. comes, I'm going to be full of energy.
0: <laughs> but So we were talking earlier about older adults lifting weights. Yeah. So how would you get – an older adult to lift weights or to exercise. How would you motivate him?
1: Yeah. Or so, hurt? so it's it's definitely a, a, a deep rooted um, it's a deep rooted problem with people trying to like older people trying to avoid lifting weights and exercising. I just think they're they're so tired in their their extra not their exercise their daily work life that they they think they're physically tired so for example uh if we're talking about the common person they're desk workers right mm-hmm. and they're mentally fatigued because they, they've been at work for seven to eight hours and this is a whole different conversation most of the time they're not doing anything you know what I'm saying yeah. they, they knock out their work the first three hours and then they're looking at cat memes the rest <laughs> of the day you know so that's mentally fatiguing so when they get home it's very hard it's a hard sell to be like all right guys let's go hit the gym you know they're like, nah. I'd rather drink this wine and watch the bachelorette. You know, I hear uh, Hannah's doing great. You know, so how do you know that? Oh, oh I I watch it with my girlfriend. <laughs> I, I have no shame. I have no shame at all. Yeah. I actually got into it. Um, but but long story short, I we got to pick something that's going to be long it, it, it had, here for the long run. You know, yeah. Yeah. and I do believe if you want a healthy business, you should have a day, a part of the day where it's like, all right, guys, I'm gonna cut you loose. Go work out. Yep. We have a. I mean, of course, they have the gyms downstairs for the big corporate. No one uses them because you know why? They're all treadmills. Who the hell wants to get on a treadmill in sixty degree AC and run and at staring at a wall? Treadmills are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, you know, I, I feel like that question was just more rant and you know rant esque. But long story short, give make them do something they like. Yep. At a, a level that they can sustain for a long period of time.
0: Yeah, it all comes down to finding an activity that you like and just keep doing it.
1: Exactly, and it, once you get great at it, you either load it or you find something else. You know what I'm saying? It's
0: make it enjoyable. You're it, not going to do something for the rest of your life, of your life, that something that you don't like.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to circle back. I know that we talked about programming faults like whatever minutes ago, but it's just another thing. Is just don't overcomplicate things, guys. I I can't. Stress this enough. I, I am I'm scrolling through Instagram. I see people doing handstands on Bosu balls, saying this is great for my abs. What are you doing? What are you absolutely Being doing? Being stupid. Yeah, that you got you got 15 bands around your neck, dude. It's almost like a noose. It's 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 not. I, I don't know. I'm I'm irritated because I'm forced to see it. You know what I'm saying? Don't. And also, if you're a guru that's posting this, don't spend your money. You're not you're not making anybody believe you for what you're doing. Just spend it elsewhere. <laughs> um... So so, but going back. Do you have any other programming faults? I mean, this is the topic I love. I, I, my hair is currently sticking up on my hand right now because it just gets, gets me going. Any other else programming faults? Not that,
0: I, I don't have any right now in my mind. What about you? Hmm. I, I mean, so
1: oh, dude, program biased. Come on, program biases, yeah.
0: We all have our biases.
1: Yeah, we all do. But then, of course, the the average Joe looks like yeah. Quasimodo because yeah. he wants to do lat pull-downs, bench press, and uh, tricep extension. And
0: something that I've always thought about is that if you're not doing – if you don't enjoy doing a certain exercise, odds are that you you do need that exercise. They
1: suck at it. Yeah. They no talk. one likes something they suck yeah, at. That's exactly. <laughs> it's as simple as that, right? I used to absolutely hate the squat. And I I, I used to hate it. But then I also used to reframe. So if anyone's listening and they currently hate one of the staples, uh, reframe your mindset. Be excited to hit that lift. If you start to be excited to hit that lift after a couple of weeks, I guarantee you it's going to be your favorite exercise because you're going to excel so much more in that realm of of strength. Um, You're going to
0: excel a lot more not only in that move but in mm -hmm. in your daily life Mm -hmm. because nothing gets more functional than a squat.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's a – I, and this is like a cliche, like it's a full body workout, but I challenge any one of you to hit 20 reps on squat and let me see how you're breathing. <laughs> I hit a 20, I hit a 20 uh, rep squat the other day. I, I was on the floor like wheezing, like, <gasps> <We're> dying. <laughs> yeah, dude, people are looking at me from across the gym. <laughs> now, now that we're talking
0: about squats, do you think uh, older adults should squat? 100%.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's... it's it's absolute BS if you think that a like a lift is restricted to a certain age. Um, as long as it's it's you know, within reason. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't expect a, a a really old adult to do a sissy squat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's a lot of tension on the quads, so it's not necessary. But that that also goes into uh taking a cognitive approach on what exercise selection you have. Um I believe that anybody of any age can squat. There's plenty of videos out there that are 102-year-olds squatting with weight on their back, you know, um, which circles back to what like I said. It's a deep-rooted, like, thought that we shouldn't be stressing our bodies at an older age. Yep. There's no good sense. evidence
0: to support that. That's just exactly. purely BS.
1: It, it, and it, it, when we see these people on the internet, we have no problem with, with sending them, look at this guy hit 405. Look at this guy hit 405. Why don't you go and hit the gym? This old guy is stronger than you. What are you doing, man? Like Like – why we are when you're young, you're gonna hit your your prime yeah. numbers, right? Why don't you see what your body's got? You know, what I'm saying within reason. Yep. you know why? Why I don't know. people just uh, never cease to amaze me? They'd rather talk about other people doing lifts than do it themselves. Um, so
0: now, now that we're getting to an end, uh, I, I'm gonna share a personal story of my dad and yes, how resistance yes. training or weight training has influenced him. The guy's so an little- <laughs> absolute unit. Shout out to my dad, monster. <laughs> so. A little bit of of background, uh, like three or maybe four years ago, my dad had an open heart surgery. Uh, and he had a triple bypass. Uh, he was also, he he is also a diabetic. He was diagnosed with diabetes. Um, and after the surgery, I tried to get him exercising, eating correctly, um, and it was an uphill battle. I was like that for maybe one or two, three years. I don't know. How much? Um, and he, he, he got into exercise, he got into the gym, in and out, but it was on and off, you know. He went a couple of weeks, then he quit the gym for some months, then he went back. But I remember sending him a picture of a CT scan, uh, that's out there in, in, in Instagram if you want to see it. Mm-hmm. It was a picture of a, of a CT scan of the thigh of a 70-year-old sedentary guy and a thigh of a 70-year-old uh, triathlete. And the difference was huge of the amount of fat the sedentary guy had on the thigh compared to the athlete. Um, And that's what got my my dad into the gym. And right now, he's been at the gym three times a week, doing full body workouts every single day. Uh, And yet, he's soon to be 69 years old. He squats, he deadlifts, he overhead presses, and... If, if that old man can do it, there, there's no excuse for anyone, you know?
1: Exactly. It, 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 you know, I, I just got a message from a good friend of mine that asked me about something we talked about last, last episode for a little bit was sleeping. And it's, it's, it's been circulating around social media, and it was about sleep positioning, right? And it absolutely makes no sense because, all right, guys, what happens or what do we have to worry about when an elderly person is bedridden? A nurse has to come in almost every hour to to move the the, the person that can't move because if they don't they'll get bed sores mm-hmm. right. So what happens when we are sleeping? We naturally avoid this because we don't wake up with bed sores because we are moving. Mm-hmm. We move throughout our sleep. We toss and turn. Okay, so if you got the this this. Uh, anybody any professional that says like they're gonna hey put this pillow between your legs put this underneath your back make sure you're completely immobilized for the next eight hours Bullshit alert. yeah <laughs> it, it's gonna uh, realign your spine yeah. uh, you know it, it's it doesn't make any sense. you want bed sores go ahead make yourself make sure that the only thing that's touching that bed is the same thing for eight hours and we'll see how you feel the next <laughs> day that's it's right. please everyone question everything we say everything a professional says because if they can't defend it, it's not on sound. It's not foundation.
0: Don't believe everything that goes your way. pH
1: water. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't make any sense. You know, yeah. if, if you bring the pH down to your in your stomach, it's going to do one thing. It's going, go, "All right, shit. I got to produce more acid." Great. Now you're now you're on the brink of maybe getting a stomach ulcer because yep. <laughs> you you want to get a super alkaline water. It, oh god. Yeah, all sorts of bs out there it's uh yeah i never i don't think i told you this I actually no i, I showed you how i responded to it oh I, yeah yeah i i don't really like to contribute to the call out culture but it was just this guy spent a five minute video on not necessarily his training cycles and stuff like that with his clients but how to work the alkaline water filter thing he's like all right yep you come over here you press a button All right, it turns green and you put your bottle underneath <laughs> it five minutes of that um <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, i did i had i had to mention that it's after after readings what my friend just asked me shout out gabbard i appreciate your your support and um yeah i think that we could put a bow on that right yeah
0: um so that's about it thank you for tuning in and remember to give us a follow on instagram at strength.rehab and also subscribe to our podcast we have some great interviews coming your way soon and thank you for all this work have a great day
1: love you